the Horror Throwdown podcast, Frasier edition, where we take a Brendan Fraser movie and then pair it with a horror movie that was released in that same year and see if Brendan Fraser would survive in that horror movie. I'm going to work on that edit as well. But I'm Justin Kincaid. With me, as always, is Cisco Navarro. Uh, Trunks, producer Trunks, co-host Trunks. How you guys doing? Bored. Okay, one word answer. Festive. Fest. Okay, both of you. Jesus Christ. Is that a peppermint schnapps you're, you're drinking? Uh, I'm calling it a grognog. Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, explain I'm, yourself. I'm working on the recipe, but it's basically eggnog. Uh, right now, this one just has uh, rum and a macadamia nut liqueur. Trader Vic's macadamia nut Ooh. liqueur in it. Liqueur. I'm, I'm just trying to come up with some fun, festive, yet still tiki uh, drinks for, for the season. I'm changing my last name to liqueur. Ooh, that's a good last name. Cisco liqueur. Liqueur. And I'm in a Pokeball. Like Is there liqueur. a walnut in the drink? Is there a fucking nut in the drink? <clears throat> no. It was macadamia okay. nut. Macadamia nut. Ooh, I say but there, okay. Whatever. There, uh, you said walnut, and there are out there black walnut bitters. Yeah. Which this could use some of those. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep that in mind. File that keep away. That in mind. Write that in my my cocktail journal. Because what a lot of people don't know on this show is that Trunks is is a tiki fan. I it hasn't come up much on this. It hasn't. Uh, a little bit in like I, I think I mentioned it a little in like the journey to the center of the earth episode because that. While not being out and out tiki, the adventurer vibe of that definitely. We burned that episode to the ground. Yeah, we we did. <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's that one's deep in the uh, deep in the podcast canon. Like, oh man, we were just kids then. But let's say it's this: like, good. well, like Trunks, what's your favorite attraction at Disneyland? I mean, <laughs> it's pretty fun. Probably the Indiana Jones ride, to be fair. Wow, no, I set that up for you to say Tiki Tiki Room. I know, I, I do love the Enchanted Tiki Room, but it it is also um, obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the Indiana Jones, if you're going to ask me like my favorite area in Disneyland, it's going to be Adventureland. It's going to be the Tiki area. like Jungle Cruise, stuff like that. Jungle Cruise, exactly. Speaking of Jungle Cruise, on uh, today's episode, we are bringing you our best of lists of this past year, 2021. Um, what can I say about this year except fuck you? Honestly, you know what I mean? Like it just, it, it gave us a brief glimpse of like some normalcy and then just pulled our fucking head back and just slit our throat again. I, it really did. Like the last couple yeah. months, like fall felt so close to back to normal. And then December, I, we're we're back in like march of last year how did shit get bad i don't know this is my first uh you know me maybe if you two would stop open mouth kissing everybody okay well when i when an opportunity presents itself i there's levels to living that i don't want to give up on (laughs) yeah yeah we want to still be able to feel some things all right cisco and that's other people's tongues rubbing on my tonsils. <laughs> there, yeah, there it is. <laughs> and that's how okay, because this is the first episode I'm recording with uh with the old with the old COVID. Uh Trunks is a TBD. Cisco is just invincible. I don't think Cisco's ever had it. No, because I'm smart. And here's the thing. I and I don't kiss donkeys behind the movie theater. Mm. I don't know what you're missing. <laughs> Have you seen those San Francisco donkeys? Oh by Daily City? We had some nice Daily City donkeys. Uh, to be fair, so me and 
Joe actually hung out on uh, Friday last week. So, the day I started feeling symptoms. Which is funny is I was the one who that day felt sick and like went through getting a test. God damn it, Trugs, you did this to me. I don't know if I did. I think you did it to yourself. And I, I think it was. I think me. it was a kind of a all of the above combination. Yeah, you know. Because if I was sick, dude, then I probably infected you, and that sucks. Or you probably infected me. I don't I, know. Uh, this is what the people want to hear. We got. Did you talking did about you go into the the like iPhone like tracking system and mark that you? Oh yeah, I did all that. I okay, because I got a ping so on my phone surveys. saying, like, on this day, you were in contact with somebody, and I was like, I bet that was Joe. What day? <laughs> on Friday. Like, you yep. told me it was Friday. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. All right, which one of you goons wants to go first with your best of? And okay. just, just to be clear for the, for the listeners at home, Devin, um, we're doing just all of 2021, like, not just horror-related, not, you know, family doing- comedy- not Here. romantic drama you know like we're doing all of 2021 and i say those genres because a lot of those are on my list man we're doing top seven of new release 2021 movies that's what i said but more elegantly yeah just help easier to fix this, the mistakes yeah that's a good one uh i will go first because i feel okay. like my list is going to cause anger and riots in the street I mean, he does have the credentials. So, number seven. He's a snowologist. I am a snowologist. And a snowographer. Uh. (laughs) Uh, Number seven, I have Dune. Um, That was just the the hype movie for me this year. Uh, Not entirely from my choice. (laughs) But that was the movie, I think. This entire group had no choice but to be excited for just because uh, frequent frequent guest of the show, Sam uh, Sam Jarvis, was uh, preaching the word long before this movie was in theaters, and, and it rubbed off. So I was excited. I, I very much enjoyed this movie. I think seventh on a top ten list is great. I've never signed off on a movie based out of pure fear before. <laughs> But I did, and it and it's worked out because I love you, Sam. I, you know, I hope seventh doesn't get me death threats, but you never know. Okay, well, it's not even in my top seven, so that's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a. I'm I'm gonna get a stern talking to. You will. You will. I think he listens to these episodes anymore. That's okay. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, number six, I have Raya and the Last Dragon. That movie just visually spoke to me in so many ways uh and it was one of those ones where as soon as i first saw something about it i was like i am gonna be in love with this movie even if it's awful and luckily it wasn't awful so it was very much something i was in love with uh number five is one of the two movies me and joe saw when he was trying to get me sick with covid uh spider-man what did i do no way home yeah yeah, that's right well i mean you also you, you could have said nightmare alley I could have, but I'm saying Spider-Man No Way Home. Because <laughs> there was a quality difference. But Well, no, I don't want to say that. I don't want to talk shit on Nightmare Alley because... All I'm going to say about Nightmare Alley is what you heard on this last episode from last week is that there is a shocking scene involving Tony Collette, and you, you'll know when you see it. It's, oh, I took that out. 
Well, wow. take this one out too. <laughs> Our lawyers contacted me. Trunks had them confiscate my computer. God a damn. lot, a lot of old school porn was deleted, but they deleted that as well. God damn. Okay, number four. Uh, getting into something we can talk about, also related to the Wait, hold podcast. Hold on, what were your thoughts on Spider Man? Oh, it's it's great. It's amazing. It's. Uh, it's if you really want to know my thoughts, uh, check out the Vague Zone's newest episode uh, featuring me as a guest star. I can't believe Vague Zone did that behind our backs. <laughs> Cisco, can you believe that Vague Zone did a Paddington 2 episode and did not invite your boys? I told you, I already wanted to ban them after the Paddington, Paddington 2 episode. I'm Sucks. just going to take another moment to shout out. like, If you like listening to us, check out Vague Zone. Uh, Thomas Churchill, our, our reoccurring guest, and uh, Daniel Corona. Mm-hmm. Uh, just two once. awesome guys great to <laughs> great to listen to talk about movies yeah well, if you, we're gonna get him on again soon though we will if you make if he makes a spirit away when he doesn't invite me i'm done with him no well, we're doing ended. uh we're doing that special mashup with tom all, all the casual ones i see you i i respect you but those real ones who gave us two bumps on our unhinged episode <laughs> which is very like <laughs> unhinged uh show yourselves all right yeah what's number four trunks uh number four is the 2021 they're all 2021 that's fucking stupid to say uh candy man this year's candy man yeah i uh, and i think that is the highest horror movie i have this year um mm. i absolutely loved that movie it it was such a perfect kind of continuation of what i wanted from the first mixed with a very modern uh kind of retelling of the similar concepts which i i just really enjoyed uh number three on my list uh, and i want to say this one came out in january for so for it to still be on my list and still be so high i think is quite an achievement but uh barb and star go to vista del mar do um yeah i is one of the best comedies i've seen in years this this movie is absolutely amazing uh when i was in my second year of college me and a couple friends watched uh hot rod maybe 40 times that year just it was we put it on while we were hanging out then i'd go home and i'd put it on again to watch it again uh and this movie gave me the exact same just enjoyment and comedy and like i it's been a long time since i've been this happy with a, a movie that is just trying to be out and out funny i'd say that one's probably my favorite since pop star i need to see pop star sure. i feel like i will enjoy that a lot yeah shout out to pop star best comedy of all time there i said it <laughs> i it's okay so i really do need to see it if you're mm-hmm. saying best comedy of all yep. time um and then I will say, oh, uh, so number two for me, uh, probably no surprise, but Jungle Cruise, mm. since we were already talking about this. Um, again, that was one where I, you guys heard me say this when that came out, that everything about that movie felt like they like dug into my brain and were like, what does Trunks <laughs> want to see in a movie? And they made that. So they pandered. They pandered very specifically to me and it's very nice knowing that disney company knows i exist we're a no pander no pandas podcast how often do you imagine a german jesse plemons uh, only if he's talking to bees 
Okay. That's true. There is a lot of B talk in Jungle Cruise. I all right. Well then what the fuck? Trunks, like I I had you pegged as Jungle Cruise number one for sure. I you know it feels like it should have been, but there was one movie that came out this year and it took me a little longer to see it than I wanted to. Yeah, I'd love to hear what your guess is. Was it Mitchell and the Machines? It is one hundred percent Mitchell and the first machines. Yay. That movie uh I feel like I've said it several times now, but just was one of those ones that like spoke to me was very like as much as like it was hilarious as much as the animation style was something i was so in love with uh, something about the the way the story is structured around somebody who has trouble connecting to people except through like making their little art doing movies like i i think i know joe we talked about this but that that concept just really kind of hit home in a way where it it just i the best way i know how to communicate with people is to talk about movies so that movie just worked on every level look look at this podcast yeah wow i'm very i'm very happy with your number one i and that was really a surprise number one for me because when it came out or like when the trailers were coming out for it i was very like oh that looks cute they're kind of trying to do like spider verse Mm -hmm. type comedy so I was going into it being like, this might be a little like Spider-Verse, but it'll be like half as good. And then I was watching it and uh, it is at least as good as Spider-Verse, which Spider-Verse it's is one of the greatest something. movies of all times. It's and saying something. I, this could be even more so because it, it kind of hits at a higher personal level, whereas yeah. Spider-Verse, like a lot of what really hits there is the, the superhero Spider-Man stuff, which I already yeah. am going to be a sucker for. Mitchell's is on my list too, but uh, which list? <laughs> you know, I have multiple. I love lists. Uh, Cisco, why don't you go? Because I don't want to talk anymore. Me? Okay. Yeah. Well, did we do Trunks' new Brendan a new? Let's. Or, or should we save that for the end? Let's, Let's do save like those for the end. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Real spiral um, based. Is that on your spiral... list, Cisco? No, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> well, definitely not. Uh, my number seven is just like, and I, I guess I'll start by saying my list isn't what I think is the best movie. It's just movies I like a lot because obviously some of these movies are better than other ones. I think that's but what I, every top ten list is. It, yeah, but yeah. I just enjoy them. But anyone you know, trying to say what's the best versus what yeah. they liked the most? Yeah, like if I hear asshole. anyone say Belfast is their favorite movie twenty twenty one, I'm just gonna be like you're you're wrong. Let me uh, let me you go next and let me correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, my number seven is just like Trunks is Dune. I enjoyed it. I definitely think I'll enjoy the next, the upcoming ones because it'll probably be a little bit more action packed. But yeah, this is more Zendaya. But yeah, this is definitely a movie based on fear of one of our friends snapping and taking us all out. (laughs) I, it it was one where it's just, I liked the balance of like sci fi epic and then like art house, just visuals. Yeah. Which I, I think that's what really did it here. Uh, my number six is Resident Evil, Raccoon City, baby. Yeah. It's wow. Just, it's that just such a fun plots. movie. I, I know like the script is all right and some scenes were weird, but I just, I like the way it looked. I like the dark, rainy, because it reminded me of watching my cousins play in Mexico back, in, back on the PlayStation 1. I am a big fan of all the actors. I know Joe does not love, what's his name? Robbie Ayola? It's like Robbie, Robbie, Robbie Armel. And I'm yeah, like, like, I that. don't like he's never done anything to like personally offend me. 
just a pretty boy but just something about his face you know what i mean and i know i have that face to some people too like they just look at me and they fucking hate me but i also know i have a face too where people look at me and they're like he's pretty cute you know what i mean so it's a real it's a real give and take my number five five is mitchell and the machines i i know you guys you guys have been talking about a lot so i watched it and yeah it was very cute i liked it my only thing with it and it doesn't ruin the movie i just I always said before, I always feel weird when like a lot of movies fall for like the parent and child having issue plot. Like I wish I could see a movie where they already have a good bond and it keeps going, but <laughs> I yeah, but who has a stable family anymore? But yeah, I, much to judge chagrin. What's funny yeah. is I it, it doesn't I've ruin never the movie. It's had good. like issues like that with my parents. I've always had a great relationship with my parents. Yeah. Oh, Those storylines oh, always hit me so fucking hard. Ditch the rest of the episode, Trunks. Let's, <laughs> let's dive into that. Oh, yeah. was no, that my parents like are great. Up? Goddamn. Four is Candyman. Hey. Love me some Candyman. Uh, hey. Same like Trunks. I just, I love how they continued the story. I like how they kind of brought in the tying with like you know the baby from the first one obviously we've talked about like you know when they would do the the puppetry and especially the ending my number three is shang chi i like that movie a lot I that was realize... my number 10 so on my longer list i i'm right there with you i like it. i'm a big fan of martial arts especially in comics iron fist is one of my favorite superheroes i wish he would have gotten like a better either netflix or maybe if they had just given him maybe like it would have been nice to have done it now instead of what they did on netflix it seems like they're starting to go back to some of those characters they used on netflix so it, they do it'll be exciting to see what they do i i would love for them to recast that character because i i did not love that actor but i did not either. if they just bring him back and like put a really good like kung fu director on that movie jackie chan baby i yeah let jackie chan direct it and star in it i think they're trying to get jackie chan to be in the sequel of shang chi yeah Yeah. that's that's out there that'd be dope uh but you know i loved aquafina she was hilarious we love aquafina on this podcast we do also you put uh pack anderson in your in your soundtrack i'm in my number two is Ghostbusters. Wow. I love that movie a lot. Like, I, I could watch that over and over. It's just so fun. I think they did a great job of not... They, I kind of was swerved a little bit because I thought it would be more about uh, the son, Finn, that maybe he would be, you know, kind of taking the mantle. And then it ends up being the daughter. Mm-hmm. And his her crew of, of podcasts. And then her brother and his girl. I don't even if they're dating, but they were like the secondary... I think they did a good job of not overloading with Paul Rudd too. I don't know if there's such thing as overloading with Paul Rudd. Have you seen that one movie Mute on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't that's think that movie was bad because it had too much Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. First time I truly hated Paul Rudd. But <laughs> Cisco, no, like because on your list you've already mentioned Resident Evil and and now Ghostbusters. We do have a recorded episode of me and you talking about both of those movies like at length. So if you like what you hear today, please check back with us on another. We don't okay. We don't know when it's going to be released, but it's in the canon, so just know it can come out anytime. I have a feeling that could be an early January release. I I think we might all want to be tonight or two. 
Might, we might just release it right now. Joe um, uploaded right now. A week or two? No, we have Scream 4 coming out in, on January 14th. So we have to record multiple episodes about all Scream movies. You know? <laughs> I might do those ones by myself, but I digress. All right, so love to listen one. to the like four hour <laughs> Joe completely unhinged, just ranting about the first four screen movies in preparation for number five. An ASMR voice, just super low, calm, just sipping coffee, just growling until he's suddenly screaming. And that's when Ghostface popped up behind Officer Dewey and stabbed him multiple times in the back. Spoiler alert. And that wasn't Scream 2, but he lives. Triple the movie came out in 1997. Like, come on, dude. Like, hey, Korea's barely just getting 1997. Yikes. Okay. Okay. What's your What's your number one? Uh, well, if anyone want to take a guess, or should I just say it? Uh, Spider Man. Yeah. Ah. Uh. I, I freaking love Spider Man. It's it, probably the longest time I've actually. I, it's been a while since I've cried in a movie, but I definitely teared up. All right, let's let let's wrap this out a little because I didn't include Spider Man in my top seven. That's fine. That's fine. Like, I, to me, it hurts, but it's in my ten. But it's it makes sense. Top. But Spider Man, like I said, I, I'm not too big a fan of like Captain America as Iron Man, but Spider Man has always been pretty big in the Hispanic community, and then um, as well as other communities as well too. But for sure, like Spider Man has always been huge. So like watching, I mean, I, I'll make I make fun of the third Spider Man from Tobey Maguire's era, but I'll still watch all those. I still love all the amazing Spider-Mans. I love all Tom Holland's ones. So watching everything that they did, it definitely was tearing up a lot during the movie. Didn't fully cry, but it definitely brought tears to my eyes. I, it, it did with me, too. There was so many moments in that movie where it's just kind of like... It, it was bringing up like resolutions to things I didn't quite realize I wanted resolutions oh, to. Yeah, for sure. it, and something I hadn't really thought about or noticed before, both of the previous Spider-Man franchises ended on movies that were kind of downer movies yeah. like amazing spider-man 2 is very much like that's supposed to be the the empire strikes back like that is a yeah. everything bad happened in that movie and then the majority of uh you know raimi's spider-man 3 is very like focused on negative energy so yeah I think it's a very both, negative movie like that one has some like positive stuff in the end like it all kind of works out but both of those were very just kind of like those movies series ended in dark places. And this one gives you like resolution for both of those characters after they, after those movies. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen those movies, all the yeah, we might have to cut that out, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's also Spider-Man. So they should know. Yeah. Yeah. You should know. Because if you don't know what's going on in pop culture, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why, why, why do you even listen to podcasts? Yeah. Why do you do you even listen? Now I just need them to do the crossover of Spider-Man versus Man Spider, starring Danny DeVito. Jesus Christ! <laughs> horrifying imagery, but yeah, I, I could see that mashup working out very well. <laughs> I can see Danny DeVito also being a good voice in like a Spider-Verse sequel for one of the characters. Oh hell yeah! You know, I, you know, he gets cast as villains a lot, so I would definitely Dude, love he him. He could be as... a great Jonah. Oh, that would actually be really yeah. good. But I, I would love to give, see him. Give me the as... phone. I'm calling the producers, and if I like this idea, we will sue you. Okay, Joe, what's your what's your seven? 
Okay, here's the thing. I've Jim. been delaying this whole time because I did not make a list. You didn't make any list at all? Nope. Okay, well. Just going by your heart? I have COVID. Give so, me, man. just give me a few. No, nah, I got a list. Fucking <laughs> asshole. Uh, number seven, The Harder They Fall on Netflix. Oh, oh. Starring that was... Idris Elba, Jonathan Majors, Regina King, Zazie Beetz. That movie fucking ruled. That was so high on my, like, hype list that it's just infinitely embarrassing that I haven't seen it yet. Oh, Oscar man. winning Regina King from yep. Daddy Daycare, the hit movie. Yep. 2003. Yeah, it all wow. comes full circle. Yeah, no, that movie fucking rolled, dude. Trunks. <laughs> I, I, you're gonna like. I thought of you the entire time watching. I was like, he's gonna fucking lose his mind. I, I mean, that movie. is everything I saw about that was so in my wheelhouse. Just that kind of like, like the western. I, I feel like it really leaned into kind of the 70s, like kind of exploitation mm-hmm. vibe without going too far into that. But like, just having that, like, just like feeling of like just coolness dripping from it where it's i so i i can't wait to watch that i i have next week off so i have a very long list of things i need to watch so the whole list i just read off could be gone by by thursday next week oh no this is being this is being recorded so this is this is forever i yeah Um, so what i'm saying is like when i publicly publish my top 10 list and if it doesn't match up with what i just said you know just all I'm saying is Cisco, get the authorities, baby. We got him. <laughs> done, Trunks. The cops Fuck are coming. It, done. You're done. <sighs> My number six movie of the year is actually a recent entry that I watched. Uh, tick, tick, boom. Y'all heard of this? I did. Yeah. Andrew Garfield musical directed by Lin Manuel Miranda on Netflix about the life of uh, the say Jonathan Larson. The guy who wrote Rent. I don't know his yeah. name. The guy from Red Dead? Or Red Dead Redemption? Yes. John Marston? Yep. It's about um, a video game character. That's a good game. Well, yeah, I mean, Jonathan Larson. It's so, a fantastic game. It is. We're not going to be talking about the games right now. Let me go on this little tangent a little bit. I'm trying I wouldn't tangent, say... But... Shut the fuck up. I wouldn't say I'm like a fan of musicals. But with that being said three out of my top 10 of the year are fucking musicals the only the one that didn't make it was in the heights but yeah tick tick boom fucking ruled man it was great i think it's just andrew garfield something about him he's a fucking great actor dude i think that's a big reason why the the amazing spider-man movies were good at all is andrew garfield is a fucking powerhouse and he's been kind of sidelined time and again and we need to give him his respect him like as like an emotional actor it's fucking fantastic like he, i don't know he sells it so well I, his face is made for tears i feel like so it, it just works i can see that too cisco is your face made for tears and i haven't cried since um 20 minutes ago no since when no that was that was cry of pain but not actual tears all right Trying to get him in the lie too. Yeah. I don't know when the last time I cried was. Apparently, when you watched fucking Spider Man, I cheered up. <laughs> that counts. Bald. He bald. My number, my number five is one that's already been mentioned. Uh, Mitchell's in the Machines for me. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go into that because Trunks already just described the whole plot and its theories and how it connects to the real world while being animated on screen. You know what I mean? 
Trunks already covered that. Uh, number four, Cisco already talked about it at length, Candyman. So go back approximately four and a half minutes from now and get his full explanation on it. Yeah, Ken, Candyman, fuck, dude. Despite our awful first showing together. Where you can hear all about it. it on the Candyman episode, but my ass no. is still sweaty from that scene. Yeah, we're stuck to the seats. We were forced to watch Dear Evan Hansen like five times on the commercial it's been, break. It's been like almost four months now since that, Cisco. And my ass is still swampy. I mean, that's... No. That's it's not... A lot. Didn't start of, then. Uh, Spoiler, yes, people. Joe's got body hair and it sweats. Number three for me Joe's is... a little swamp boy. What? <laughs> what? Why does everyone interrupt me when I'm trying to do a bit and they just make fun of me? What's happening here? I hate <laughs> it here. Number three pissed off Cisco so much that he walked off screen. Uh, but Encanto is my my number three pick. I I want to hear a little bit about this because uh, as every new release Disney animated film is, this was very something I wanted to see, and then totally missed its release. Have haven't haven't been able to see it yet. Like I I want to hear your your take. I want to know what I'll talk about. I'll talk about Encanto, man. Uh, have you ever? loved music and also had family trauma then do i have the fucking movie for you <laughs> no oh man this movie's fucking great dude it's just like it's it's disney animation so it's obviously visually stunning like raya is in my top the list too and i don't know i think just both movies complement themselves like very well just being about like like finding your place i guess you know mm-hmm. i not just coco it's not like coco I don't think where's so Encanto is supposed to be is it Brazil? Is that where that one's set? Colombia. I like do really appreciate that I think in the past few years Disney has kind of looked at their history and been like, we have been extremely Eurocentric for our entire career. Uh, and they have just started doing like, okay, we need something like Raya is just like a, a love letter to Southeast Asia. Yeah. Uh like Coco was very just like here is like Mexico on screen. Like now they're doing, you know, even further Central South America, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. Um, and I I just kind of love this idea of like show the world, the world. I yeah. I don't know because you put it in a Disney movie, everyone's gonna see it. You know, maybe it's a bit of a cash grab. Maybe it's not as. Now I know Disney's not for everyone. I get it. I understand. I get it. But you're also wrong at the same time because everything they produce, especially on like the tail end and from like in like recent years, just going upward, Disney's has just their movies have just been getting better and better for like its best streak in years, honestly. I I listened to an interview or something with former CEO Bob Iger a few years back. Igor. Uh, sure. Uh, and, well, the interview was from years back. I, I listened to it recently. And he was saying how um, when he took over, he kind of looked at the landscape of their movies and saw, like, we used to be the animation king. And all of our good animations are through Pixar now. Yeah. And his, like, big thing was, like, we are going to make Disney animation, like, just plain old Disney animation 
we're going to make it relevant and like a leader again. And I fully feel like they've achieved that with yeah. the past like 10 movies they have done. Well, wait till you see Encanto, man. You're going to fucking shit your pants. I am wearing diapers in preparation already. I think at, as of time of this release, it's going to be on Disney Plus for free for everyone. So watch it. Yeah, no, if it's on there, I'm watching it. Watch it's it with your family members you don't really talk to. Ooh. You know what I mean? I mean, no. <laughs> I don't have any of It's all my family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number two movie. I literally just watched today for the first time. Wow. Oh, okay, wait. I want to take a moment and just bask in that. That is, that is exciting. That's oh the kind of thing. God, that dude. is the love I like to hear. Dude. Let me just go. Okay, so yeah, my number two of the year is now The Matrix Resurrections. Um, <laughs> fucking Christ, man. As a fan of this franchise and just like the first Matrix movie, like when I watched it when I was eight, I was like, this is the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. I, it's, it's one of those movies where I'm like, oh, this is like, I love this. I love that you've created this world. I love that you're able to make like this kind of magic on screen. Like it, it gave me a, it's, it was like up there with me growing up with like, even like Jurassic Park and stuff like that. Like, oh, these movies are make, these movies make me love movies. Uh, the first Matrix was the first time my dad just flat out, like he saw the movie and he was like, I do not give a fuck. This is rated R. You were watching this with me. Like you are going to love this. Like I love this. I like this is the best movie i've ever seen i can't not watch this with you so like it really holds a spot in my heart for being like just that was that first movie i was i knew i was too young to watch this and i was like so on board with it because yeah. as a kid you don't get the themes you don't get every you just think you see cool shit happening on screen yeah so you, you get got, freaked out because they pull a bug out of his belly button you got trunks's yeah. dad taking him to see matrix and you got joe's dad taking him to see wishmaster yeah exactly no 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 i snuck into wishmaster that day he, he took me to see plumber he, and then we snuck into starship he Troopers. pretty much took you different my dad also you. took me to the um david arquette film eight-legged freaks i remember when that came out and like we were going into some other theater but my dad definitely commenting on it being in the, the theater next to us <laughs> i don't know if he ever saw it but there's a whole podcast we could do and just talk about our relationships with our dads through movies. Oh that man, is a, I don't think I'm ready to unpack that. That is a yet, trouble. Though. That is a, yeah. a long no, no, long for hard hard out. <laughs> Cisco, please take note of this clip and just have it as a recording for me in case I ever pitch this again. You know, you got me. I got you. All right. Uh, yeah, dude, The Matrix Resurrections. It does such a good job at weaving nostalgia with the new you know what i mean well you'll know when you see it like so your excitement for this has really got me excited for it because i i've seen a few reviews online that have not been glowing oh to to hear how much this is working for you just i'm excited Uh, knowing no this movie could break someone it's on hbo max right now right And, and what's great what's great about the matrix franchise is that you can watch the first one and just leave that one be you know what i mean like you can just that could be a standalone movie for you you don't have to carry on anymore like it answers just enough for you to be like okay this is a great singular film if you want more of that lore you can watch the two sequels you don't need to 
but it is fun. It makes some choices, but it's still great. And the same thing with the fourth one. It's great if you watch all three of them, but you also don't need to. Like, it explains everything so well for people who are coming in for the first time. Have you watched uh, and then did I the Animatrix? Yes. yes. Oh, fuck. I forgot about those. I was yeah, really so, bad at them. And then, like, the cheat codes, you had to, like, do, like, hacking to input them. Oh, the and... cheat codes is fucking annoying in that game. Yeah, I hated that. But you could unlock the, like, <laughs> the secret room where you could just get all the weapons and kill yeah. guys forever. And that was fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was fun watching the rewatching the movie before this one too just being like okay I know what happened with Niobe behind the scenes <laughs> I know how she got here you know um, but yeah that's my number two I'm excited for you two to watch it and my number one I mean go back to our episode from September uh, like 29th or so you know just malignant <laughs> I, I don't know why I was like unsure about what that was gonna be. Surprise, surprise, motherfuckers. Uh, malignant. Still the same bitch. <laughs> still the same dumb bitch. You know what I mean? And here's the thing. Trunks, you actually sent me a very good um I sent you that article, article today, yeah. today describing like just how like one bad shit, but how great and important malignant was, especially for like its release, like I will fully admit I saw that article, knew I had to send it to you, uh, did not read it. Yeah, that that checks out. But here's the thing. I need to pull this up because Malignant came out at the end of September, right? Mm -hmm. I've seen this film uh, four times already. So like, let's say once a month. Pretty much, yeah. And I'm about to keep that streak going. Because that's what we fucking rolls, dude. I I think I'm ready for another rewatch of it. It's, no, here's the thing. You're not ready for another rewatch of it. I don't think I'm ever truly ready for another rewatch of it. <laughs> ready to rewatch the last, the third act. I really need to try new meds because if I'm constantly watching Malignant, I am not a sane person. No, that's just your antidepressants from now on. A monthly watch. <laughs> yeah. of, I'm, of I'm gonna prescribe malignant. you one viewing of malignant a week. <laughs> that's fun. God, I like damn. I like that idea of the future. But yeah, those are those are our top sevens. Of... Watch two Star Wars and call me in the morning. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Frank said that one ready. Glad he got to say it. Um yeah, so those are our, our top sevens of this past year. What about like our favorite? Because we watched a lot of movies for this fucking podcast. We have. I, I didn't do the full count. I normally can pull up right away how many movies I've watched in the year. Yeah, but I'm waiting sure. for uh, Letterbox to give us our year interview too. I yeah. So when we, I think and when Brendan Fraser is the... not my top actor, like I'll be fucking furious because I'm be like, I... I did not put that much work into not having him be the book. So on Letterbox, I don't, I don't log my rewatches. So I'm I'm worried huh. that I might not get Brendan just because I haven't been logging the ones I've seen before. Yeah. But we've seen a lot I haven't seen before. What's what's Last been year. your favorite you haven't seen before? Okay, that's a great uh, that's a great segue. Cisco, you think about this too, and I'll like... think about it too. Well, sure, I'll think no. about it. Three. I think my absolute favorite 
of his that we watched this year that uh, I hadn't seen before, um, which I'm a little upset about because we <laughs> were not able to release the episode for this one. But <laughs> Airheads, I right. uh. it blew my mind how much I loved Airheads. Airheads was such a good time. Um, my other two, or I, I've got like five written down, but my my two other ones would be Encino Man and uh, No Sudden Move. Yeah. Uh, just because I feel like Airheads, Encino Man, like just encapsulates that early 90s, like Frasier so perfectly. Both of those were just a fun time. I, and I know there's a lot of things in Encino Man we nowadays should not be happy with, and I'm not. But uh, so both of those were just great, like early Frasier and then No Sudden Move just coming out this year was such a just reminder of why why we made him the subject of our yeah. podcast for this first run here. Cisco, what about you? What was your favorite, Brendan? My favorite, Brendan? Yeah. Was uh, For Revenge, it's Baby. Fuck right <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I'm kidding now. It was because of the um, yum yum pants, huh? Yeah, that's definitely got me. Uh, no, my uh, first favorite was actually uh, Looney Tunes back in action. That was my first viewing. Wow, oh, okay, yeah. it was great. Uh, my next one would probably be Hairbrained. I, I honestly thought it was a cute <laughs> yeah, movie. It's my number one. <laughs> I loved Hairbrained. If I probably hadn't seen Looney Tunes back in action, Hairbrained for sure. But Hairbrained was so cute, it was such a cute it was movie. Cute. I like how you know. Uh, he was like a father figure in that movie, but he was still, you know, figuring his life just like us. Yeah, but the I like to think of, like of us as the, our listeners, like father figure. Yeah, the the. And if you want twenty dollars to go like yeah, spend at the mall, like yeah, go for it. Those are my two, Brendan. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I forgot I watched Looney Tunes for the first time like last year when I was doing like my Joe Dante films, but uh, yeah, man. I want. Let's just do another Looney Tunes episode because that shit was fun. We could do a Looney Tunes. Well, I was gonna say do a Looney Tunes season, but I feel like of feature length Looney Tunes movies. There's all I know three. is if I'm gonna watch Space Jam two again, I'm probably gonna fucking kill myself. Yeah, I. But if we're not to sound dramatic, if we're putting it against a horror movie that came out that year, it could be Malignant. Just like that, baby, I'm back on board. <laughs> you know. Uh, my two favorites, well, I already gave away, you know, I, I said it. My number one was Hairbrained. Cute little film, and our third Brendan Fraser and Toby Hughes film that we watched this year. So, shout out to Toby Hughes. I There's, like, part of me that's worried, like, Toby Hughes is going to somehow be my, my like, letterboxed number one actor. I feel like he's popped up in a few other things. Oh, I've that watched. makes sense. Yeah. You, that, you, you, that would be hilarious to me. Yeah. Uh, and then my other one was Mrs. Winterborn because that was a truly unhinged movie. Mrs. Winterborn was on my my next two I was possibly going to mention. Are we going to acknowledge his worst? Wait, what? Are we going to acknowledge his worst? Breakout? <laughs> what What are you saying is his worst? What do you think is Oh, Breakout was pretty bad, though. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking We've right. seen some bad ones, too. Wow, um, we all have different answers. Okay, mine's is Poison Rose. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> even though I, he was that, really trying. That, that was more that was more of a bad John Travolta movie than it was a bad Brendan Fraser movie. 
I think my least favorite of his. They have nothing to work with. And I also fucking hated Furry Vengeance. Furry Vengeance. I I don't know. I want to mention it as like a bad one, but I know you guys kind of liked it. I was not a fan of Bedazzled. Not at all. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Bedazzled rules. No, right. Anyways, I'm not. I can't get into the bedazzled. The only again. other honorable mention I would want to say is um, uh, "Quiet American." I think is uh, just kind of very higher level drama, which we haven't quite got into most of his of those yet. Yeah, that was a good one. That was. Good. Oh wait, we're all skipping over what was clearly the worst of his. What? Crash, hundred percent. No, mm-hmm. see, because here's the thing about Crash. I still have fond memories of it. I'd rather watch Furry Vengeance or Deadly Do Right than Crash again. Yeah, well, Deadly Do Right fucks. I, I would watch. I... Okay, so I guess with Crash <laughs> and Dudley Do Right, as much as I did not like those movies, I would watch the Michael Pena parts of Crash again, and I would watch the Alfred Molina parts of Dudley Do Right again. In fact, edit those two parts into one movie. It won't make sense, but I'll watch it. Cisco. Got it. I'm on it. Cisco's on it. Trunks. Well, what else have we done? Okay, so Brandon Fraser and horror movies. We've seen a lot of a lot of, of ones. We've seen a lot of fucking horror movies that have been new to me, classics, some real good ones, some real bad ones. What have been like some of y'all's favorites? So, I mean, I think we could all agree one of the horror movies we saw for the first time this year that we've, I think, all put on our list. Uh, the New Candyman. I, and I'm going to piggyback yeah. on that because this was the first time I saw the original Candyman as well. That's true. We made them watch I, that. So just the, the, the double whammy for me of two Candymans and just loving both. Hell yeah. That's big. You love to see it. You do. Uh, my other two that I would want to say, uh, Wishmaster. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh god, you got is, this. You got this, cousin boy, coffin. It yeah, is airtight. Is great. It is airtight. I, you know, I tried to argue <laughs> with you <laughs> a few times on that. No, that movie is airtight. It's not watertight. Uh, it's not. No, no, or crate tight. No, crate loose actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, alcoholics. <laughs> Dude, yeah, Wishmaster fucking just everything about it. Honestly, yeah. Quick second before we go, Trunks. If we push Trick or Treat, I'm pushing Wishmaster. If you want to watch it, hit me up. I'll pay for it. You watch that terrible movie. I like that. laugh. I like that. It's free, though. Like, because again, Cisco, like. No, no, no. We will buy somebody. Yeah, I'll buy them. Okay, yeah. So if you haven't seen Trick or Treat and you want to see it, I'll pay for it. If you haven't seen Wishmaster and want to, Cisco will pay for it. Uh, Trunks is happy to be here. He lives a very expensive lifestyle. We will find. Uh, we will get to the point where I will find the one where if somebody wants to hit us up for a third, we haven't got there yet, but we will find it. Audition. That will be my it's Jeff. funny. You should mention audition because <laughs> the last horror movie we have watched this year that I wanted to shout out hundred percent audition that movie. It's good. I was worried going into it because I've seen one or two other of uh, Takashi Mikey's films that just <laughs> were not my jam. But this chance. one was so good. I just I loved this movie. Even the parts that are traumatizing. Yeah, yeah. dog bowl and then they're cut down. Mm-hmm. The uh, oh, just okay. I almost threw up thinking about that movie. I love it. 
Cisco, what what are your mine? Mine was a very it was hard. Mine, like, I just had a short list to pick because a lot of these horror movies I have seen. Um, I'm gonna just because it doesn't seem fair because this was this was the first time I saw Us, but I'm not gonna count it because that's just such a good movie. It's it's always gonna be like favorite. So I mean, that's like that's it's like the first time you saw it. It's a goddamn totally yeah, it fair counts, it. dude. That fucking counts. So you know, if this was this was my second time seeing Us. Uh, which is why I didn't say it, but I feel like this was my first time like yeah. appreciating us as much as it, it deserves to be. If so. you had seen it the first time, yeah, would it have been your number one? <laughs> it might have been. It might have been. It's great to have I, you here. <laughs> like I, this felt like a first time viewing to me, just yeah. because I I was going in with such a different mindset. Yeah. Uh, but my real ones would be the faculty. Yeah. I fucking love the faculty. It's, I love that. I think that's sort of the whole bit of me being uh, putting the the bait down that I don't like it and then pulling the whammy. That's was the faculty. I, the you time. nailed us all on that one. We... That's like, I don't. <laughs> but yeah, that's just a thing. And high school, baby. And body snatchers, which I love. Uh, my second one would be 28 Days Later. Oh man, 28 Days Later is insane. Yeah, but yeah, those were again. Like I said, obviously we talked about Return of Living Dead. That wasn't like my first viewing, but I, yeah. zombie movies doing something different is always up there with me. Yeah, okay, yeah, that Joe. wasn't because I just pretty much based it off of like what I gave it on Letterboxd and yeah. like Return of Living Dead. I gave a four. That was great. Yeah. Um, other ones like I already mentioned Malignant and Candyman in my top yeah, seven. So I'm not gonna those. repeat those. Um, but the two that I wrote down were actually ones we we watched in the past like four weeks. Uh, so yeah, nineteen seventy four Black Christmas. Uh huh. Yeah. Next. Which fucking like genuinely, like I said in the episode, just fucking genuinely unsettling. Yeah, I wish that could have been my first rewatch or my first watch. So and like disturbing I, so I on like such a yet, higher so level. I I hate to admit that, but it, it, I haven't seen it yet. I will. If I can get it in before Christmas, that would be Don't you magical. own it? I do. Yeah. That's how you guys watched it. <laughs> Black well, Christmas? I don't know what. No, I, I watched Black Christmas on Shutter, I think, actually. Black Christmas on oh, Shutter. Okay. This time Amazon wouldn't let me pay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Black Christmas is great. And then, because I gave Black Christmas four and a half, but I gave this next one a five. Like, just instant fun classic for me. But you're next. Um, Z, I forgot baby. you hadn't seen that. Yeah, your next is. Z, oh man, your next broke me. Z, your Z, next Z. Is, <laughs> I like what I love about that movie is like it's it. There's nothing Christmas about it, but like yes, there is. There's not though. There's like it, a bear. There's a bear, there's a bear tree. But it's it's just like it will hold a place in my mind as a Christmas movie just because it everything about it should be Christmas. Like if they had just slapped a tree with some lights in the background, that would be a Christmas classic. Yeah. Let's see. The only other thing I wrote down that I would want to mention is uh I know what you did last summer. That was my first watching of that. And just as a kind of a classic 90s slasher film, like I, I understand why it's it's known. Like that is a fun time. Oh shit. 
Yeah, I noticed that summer. Cisco, that wasn't your first time watching it either, right? No, that was not. I've seen that a couple of times. It was my first time on that one. So I, yeah. And Devin's. <laughs> oh, Devin. He's going to be, we're, we're going to have a, a stir and talking to you after he listens to this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, but shit. Yeah. Okay. I think that's all the lists we had talked about. Is there anything else you guys want to bring up? Uh, oh, no. It was my first time seeing Matrix the year this year, so I'll bring that up. Hell yeah. Because that's why I said that I didn't want to include my top 21. It's not from 2021, but I did see it for the first time. So I do a list every year of uh, top movies of that year and top movies I saw for the first time that year. And this year, the only top movie I've seen this year that didn't come out this year is uh, Shin Godzilla. And I will... I will preach that movie. That is that maybe the best Godzilla movie ever made. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and I love a goddamn Godzilla movie. I don't know. I don't think I have one. That's I saw Spirit. I saw Spirit Away in theaters because I was at Ghibli Fest, and that's probably like the only movie. If you had to like shoot me in the head, that I'd give like five stars out of five. Wow. <laughs> so you're you're in the the camp of like a a five star is you have like one five star movie. Like one of those, the best yeah. movie is five star yeah and even then like it's hard for me to call straight away like a five out of five i'd have like 5.75 but if you had to like hold me down and pick one it's spirit away something about that movie i just love i i joe i think you're more kind of with me where it's something you just love well, i just fucking throw them out there yeah i, I have no joe, just those fives just to make the, the people feel better I throw a four. No, and I love a five. Real no, because here's the thing. I, like I, I gave the fucking um, that Anne Hathaway pandemic movie locked down, fucking four and a half out of five stars. <laughs> I thought that was great. Fucking um, another like Netflix one. I loved. I think to all the boys, I loved three. Fear Street. Oh, no, yeah, to all the boys, always and forever. That was fucking great. That's I only great. gave out four or five stars this year. I think me too, and I took back one of them. Yeah, I gave Mitchell's the Machines, Matrix. Shin Godzilla, Jungle, and Barb and Star. Those are my only five stars this year. Barb and Star, five. Oh yeah, you're notoriously the nice grader on this fucking podcast. I I am, but we've talked about this at length. Well, I am, but I I try to be a little greedy with my fives. Like I'll give out a lot of four and a halves, but a, a five is. <laughs> And you'll give out a lot of threes. <laughs> I'll give out a lot. No, threes. Every movie's a three unless it like actively goes in either direction. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm very high. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I'm drunk. Yeah, man. Me too. So this might be our best fucking episode yet. <laughs> you know. And and again, that's this this wraps it up for this this year pretty much for the podcast, which is crazy to think about uh yeah we want to thank powerade we want to thank amazon shutter uh big to, shout Tubi. out to voodoo Tubi? voodoo yeah oh shout out to voodoo we've given fuck man except we've given voodoo Joe a lot of money get, this year. i feel like if we were gonna be big enough to actually have sponsors voodoo would be our first like please sponsor us but at the same time we actively use voodoo the way they probably don't want people to use okay but they don't need to know that that we shouldn't be publicly broadcasting it constantly and that's fine 
I pay here's for the thing. If they go back, if they go back and someone listens and they find us out, then they find us out. Yeah. But who the fuck is going to do that? I don't know. I guess we'll see you in court in like 20 years. Yeah, we see you. We'll sue you. Yeah, well, yeah, we're not going to sue you. You're going to sue us. All right. For what? For every fucking dime we got. All three of them. Yep. I'm going to make bad financial decisions in 2022, boys. I'm telling you that right now. Even my Grimace uh, coin collection? Yes. Oh, Those shit. aren't real money. But it's Grimace. <laughs> you don't got to tell me about Grimace. <laughs> Do you know Grimace had a, has an Irish cousin, cousin, Joe? No. He does. Thank you for that information. You you <laughs> truly do learn something new every day. That's where the shamrock came from. Well, Is that where the shamrock shake comes from? Was that like an early... Not the shamrock shake. That's Irish. Oh, yeah, God damn it. <laughs> okay, so we got some big things coming next year. We got the remainder of our Brandon Fraser movies. We're still in the debating who we're going to do next season, if there is going to be a next season. If you know, There will be. No. Okay, I'll keep it going if you're going to be replaced. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Uh, it, ha- it happens. TV shows, you know, they get rid of the, the lead actor. The lead are you going to end Viv me? Yeah. God damn it. We're going to replace you with Jonathan Banks. I'm going to replace you with Alfred Molina. There it is. That's what I was waiting for. I'll give it to you. Um, I, mean, if, if I could see it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I could definitely see how someone could maybe think that, but like also no. We, we have to watch, we watch Dudley Duet if we had Alfred Molina on here, but if he wants to rewatch it. I'll rewatch it. I'll rewatch any movie. Oh, I would rewatch it like twice if Alfred Molina was on here with us to talk about it, because I <laughs> I would be so happy. that That's, I think, the new dream. Oh, yeah. Like, Alfred interview Dudley. Alfred Molina and only talk to him about Dudley. About Dudley. Yeah. And then we get Devin Sawan here and Devin. <laughs> the uh, Devin mashup. Just since we're doing a an end of year wrap up episode, I, I think the last thing we should probably try to talk about is uh, what are you guys looking forward to for for next year? Like in general, or like or like I, I mean, Scream coming out? Probably movie wise, yeah. Um, not next year. Yeah, I guess Scream comes out in like 14 days after the new year. So I'm looking forward to that. Scream, okay. But I'm also learning to love myself again. So we'll see how that goes. That's important. And we're here to support you on that. Hey. I'm really high. Two, two things I'm actively working are. on is making sure Joe loves himself again and Cisco doesn't hey. drink any soda. I've been very good at that. Good. I haven't texted you guys once because I haven't had... Surprisingly, I've been... I thought it'd be hard because beforehand I do used to be like, I really want a soda. But... I didn't, I didn't crack as much as I, I thought I would. I've had a couple, like, the Bakari sweats. Those are kind of sugary, but, like, they're only 60 calories to drink. So. Okay, I don't want a lot of edits this episode, all right? I, I, wanna, I want this to be on air. When did me? you stop drinking soda? Uh, like, two weeks ago. Interesting. When I started smoking fucking cigarettes again. <laughs> the, universe <laughs> took, the universe took away your bad habit and gave me mine back. What do you mean? Cigarettes are cool, bro. Okay, here's the thing. I, I understand. It's been a very stressful couple weeks for me. I know cigarettes aren't the best and not good for you, and I know the health factor. I know all the shit. I if I, I didn't have asthma, I'd still be smoking black and milds right now. Okay, yes. Thank you for saying that. Tr- that trunk's got me on back in college. 
I just that it, was it all Sheila comes back to trunks, really. Oh, it yeah, I, it's, it's my fault. Trunks. It's my fault. Yeah. I know. Like, hey, it could be a lot worse. I could be doing a lot worse shit. But like, I, I know I'm gonna stop it again soon. Dang. But with that being said, you look cool and hot. I look all that matters. Hot smoking cigarettes, bro. That's all that matters. What's, like what's how up? I how I fucking hold it, like how my hair just flows. You know what I mean? Like it's oof. I something but, about the way the the smoke comes out, just kind of like it lines up real nice with your your one little gray streak, and it just like it's sexy. I'll give it there, to you. Uh, what did Brendan Fraser say? Leave a leave a cool corpse. Yeah, yeah I didn't realize cool I had this fucking gray streak in my hair, and then Doctor Strange has the same thing, and I'm like, I don't know, dude. Maybe I got my Halloween costume planned for next year. Oh, dude, that could be. No, do you know what? I'll do it in 2023 because in 2022, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be Tiffany from Brad and Chucky. I'm down for that. I can't wait to see that. I'm telling you that right now. I just got to find a Chucky. Okay, so back to the question. Anybody got movie movies they're excited for this upcoming year? Ghibli Fest again. Oh, yeah, I said Scream. <laughs> Scream? Okay, I'm just going to read off a few that yeah, I'm seeing are supposed to come out next year. Um, uh, the Batman, okay. Uh, Doctor Strange, the, yeah. the Sam Raimi directed Doctor Strange. Oh, never mind. I mean, uh, Northman, which is a Robert Eggers new movie. I'm excited for that one. Um, Top Gun Two. I don't know if anyone gives a shit. Morbius. <laughs> nope. Uh, a new Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Uncharted. Oh, okay, I'm in for that. This is bad list, right? Uh, a new Jurassic World. I'm oh. kind of on board for that. I'll watch it. Nope. Oh, we're getting the new Jordan Peele movie. Yeah, nope. New we're Jordan Peele nope. movie. Nope. Um, oh, one I'm excited for, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, where uh, Nicolas Cage is playing himself. Oh. That looks like a fun time. I'll watch it. It's nice uh, to Halloween Kills Again in Space. Ugh. Okay, uh, I liked Halloween Kills, dude. I'm sorry. I mean, I, Halloween and I Kills, the, and I heard the extended cut is just even better. Like it actually makes. I'm sure. Yeah, the great kills make sense. Great oh, soundtrack. Okay. Halloween ends great. should definitely be fun. I think uh, the whole series so far yeah. has been. Yeah, I think the third one, the first and third one, be good. Second one will always be this weird. Mm-hmm. Big is Batman three coming out in 2022 or is that 23? Uh, I don't think that's next year. Everything, everywhere, all at once, which I think hey, looks, looks fucking great. wild. Uh, if if anyone has seen um, Swiss Army Man, it's the same Ooh. directors as that. Uh, it's Michelle. Oh God, how I, I can't remember her last name. Michelle Yon from um, Crouch and Tiger, Hidden Dragons. Uh, just doing some multiverse credit. crazy shit. <laughs> and a lot of googly. A lot of googly eyes. Uh, uh, shout out to our see. favorite gizmo, googly eye gizmo. What are the fucking laughing at us? Lightyear is coming out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's going to be a, a fun time. Oh, sure. Uh, to keep the Disney movies, uh, Turning Red is coming out next year. I think oh, yeah, that's Turning gonna be Red looks great. I love a Pixar movie where they're trying to talk about like major childhood events without like directly talking about it. Uh huh. Um, does Coco two come out? Never. Where's the Where's the horror? Uh, Jackass Forever. Hey Joe, there's not a lot of horror well, on the list. Well, I'm what? Thinking. 
Why wasn't Peter Rabbit 2 in your top seven list? Because I didn't like it that much. You said it was good. I did. I still liked it, but it's not my top ten. It was like a firm three for me. There we go. I gotta go. To the first one's four. Coming the out first Peter year. Rabbit's firm four star. And I hope we do a Margot Robbie, Robbie season because we can watch the Peter Rabbit movies. Who's is she in those? Yeah, she's what like actor? bumpy or she's she's one of the rabbits. What actors are in Paddington so we can do a Paddington season? Ooh, we should do a ben Sally Hawkins season. That would be great. And then we can watch Shape of Water again. Yeah. That, Ooh, yeah, I'm in. I'm in, baby. Uh, another me some shape of water. So exciting horror movie coming out next year. Uh, Hotel Transylvania, Transmorphia. Oh hell yeah! Oh, Transformania. I thought. Uh, is that the Adam Sandler movie or is that an actual horror movie? That's the Adam Sandler. Yep. Yeah, I'm in, baby. I love the chance. Hotel Dude, the Hotel Transylvania movies are so cute. They're they very are. cute. Same thing with the first ones, accepting someone that's different from you. Yeah. Second okay. one is you know experiencing empty bird syndrome. The third one, where uh, the only one I've seen is the third one where they're on the the cruise ship. Getting your father laid, baby. Audition styled. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's see. Horror movies wise, next year, it looks like there's potentially a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah. A new Hellraiser. A movie called Esther. Oh, no. Orphanage, First Kill. So, a sequel to the Orphanage movie or prequel. Sorry, orphan, not cool. orphanage. Orphan. The, yeah. Let's see. Oh, it looks like thematic to what Cisco was talking about. There might be a new Matilda coming out next year. Oh, shit, baby. <laughs> I think with horror movies, we tend to like find out about them like the week before they come out. There's very few horror movies that there's like long hype periods for. Well, I'm putting it out in the ether that we're going to get a Resident Evil 2 announced. You think? I fucking hope so. That movie rocks. Looks like there's a new Insidious coming out next year what's, as well. What's Resident Evil at budget at uh, grossing-wise right now? I don't know. I think they just released it on VOD as an act of desperation because it's not making money. Uh, budget 25 so far, 31.8. So It made money. It made money. I think there's enough interest there to be like, okay. I don't know. I thought this new one was great. The moment it becomes available to buy, I'm going to buy it. Easy. All right. So is that it? I Yeah. That's, that's all we want to leave behind in 2021. Leave, leave your fucking grievances now if you got them. Yeah. The Bob's Burgers you got movie is supposed to come out next year. I'm very what the excited. What you say to me? What movie? Bob's Burgers, the movie. Oh, oh, shit, boy, movie. Movie. Yeah, I love Bob's Burgers. That'll be, I love Bob's that'll be good. I, I like... That. I never thought I would have a show replace Futurama as, like, my go-to bedtime show. Uh, but, like, yeah. Bob's Burgers kind of did. It does. Again, I like that family dynamic. Yeah. It does yeah. have the problems, but you always have to have some disgruntled family member. Homer... Homer's Yo, dad. I've been watching a lot of like seasons like five through seven of The Simpsons. Early and Simpsons Marge, top tier. Marge, low key, like Don't probably the it. funniest fucking character. Oh, I okay. watched. I was watching some like really <laughs> Marge is seasons. so fucking funny. Marge and Grandpa, honestly, are severely underrated. You want severely? I was watching some really Don't new seasons it. of 
Simpsons recently, and Marge's voice has changed so much. It was like, it was insane. I, I like couldn't watch it because the voice had changed so drastically. You also couldn't watch it because you were very high. You couldn't keep your eyes open. Yeah. He looked like Marge. that guy in The Mummy, 1999, because his eyes are moved. And just like that, I brought it back to our first episode of the first year of this podcast. Thank you, everyone, honestly, for listening to us. It's been pretty cool knowing that so many people have listened to these weird-ass episodes. Um, I feel like I need to wrap this up soon because my co-host looks like he's going comatose. <laughs> <laughs> looks like he's just kind of floating there, you know, just astral projecting. That, Emphasis that might be the, the sickness ass. talking. Yeah. <laughs> but no, honestly, thank you all for listening. I really... I'm truly appreciative of it. I'm sure these two goons are as well. Um, I'm just more yeah, poetic sure. and and just you know better with words and than I, than, than these two with me on this screen here. Um, I, but yeah, I'd like to say it's it's been a long hard year, and I feel like us doing this has helped us a lot. And I I really appreciate everyone who has taken the time to listen. We oh, do yeah, this no. for us for the most part, but everyone who has enjoyed this, we're so happy you do. No, I appreciate it. And I appreciate y'all too. Cause uh hey, I'm still alive, so that's good. You know, I think it's largely not to put any pressure on the two of you. But like, yeah, dude, y'all have helped me out more than you more than I could say. Uh Cisco is actively crying. <laughs> first like, time in years. Spider-Man didn't even years. do it. Yeah, and just like that, we got him. <laughs> we got Trunks, him, baby. Call the authorities. Call the cops. Place. Got his ass. But no, for the Horror Throwdown podcast, Fraser Edition, we'll see you in uh we'll see you in 2022. This is Joseph Kincaid, Cisco Navarro, and Bruiser Trunks signing off. Luda. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where's hold on. Luda coming rewind, from? Rewind, 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 rewind. Rewind. I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's before we do this. What's everyone's favorite moment from this podcast this year? Because Luda is up there for me. Luda's top tier. Uh, the buttons. The fucking yeah, buttons. The buttons, in the, the buttons and the power aid. I think those are my two favorite bits we've had all year. I think uh, one of my favorites was arguing with Cisco about Zeke's hair. <laughs> Still, such a bad haircut. <laughs> No, it's not. Let me see you wear it then. Let me see you rock it. There's too long, but like I can. So yeah, why don't you cut your hair like Zeke if it's so good? I will come. Do you know how long it takes to grow in hair? Do you yeah, even have might... long hair? No, I don't. I'm bald. I'm balder than <laughs> I. I won't say that. I might have said. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I I thought about that earlier. Just like just other times. You My know, favorite bit was uh was. Uh, I can't say because it it'll ruin that episode for Trunks since he hasn't seen. I just go for it. I'll catch up. Uh, where, where Jeff just kept calling uh, Bruce Willis a, a ball goon throughout Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> or a rat. Yeah, and I was like, he's not even bald. He is pretty bald. Oh, man. Yeah, there's been some, there's been some good times it's a test. on the show, boy. We got Goo Wall. Oh fuck, goo wall! I still can't believe we had two back to two movies the same week, like unplanned with goo walls. I wouldn't say it was unplanned. I think I had everything meticulously planned since the beginning. <laughs> I I liked when Joe talked about his body hair, and he made it sound like it was a spoiler in Trunks. 
just being so confused. <laughs> like, he's like, who's spoiling it? I want to know. <laughs> that was the episode I was truly off the fucking loony bin. I think I was in the closet that day. You know, the, <laughs> oh, the I like the, there was the just time. Carbon monoxide poisoning. There was the time where Joe just recorded well on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I did do that. Or did I? I? Or did I? I? I'm convinced you did. I've, or did I, I was on a, the video stream. Did yeah. I just put a flush simulator on my phone and Wait, played the, it? Do these record the, the the video too, right? Yeah. Yeah. They I can do. go back then. I can take a picture of it <laughs> and try to post it on Twitter. No. Uh, you have access to the Zoom. God damn it. All right. <laughs> Here's the thing. Just like I said earlier, if you find it, you can, it, it's, that's on, that's on me. Like, right, you, right, yeah. Free range. Okay, well, I'm glad that was brought up because, yeah, good times with this fucking I, show, man. It's probably should have been something we brought up a while ago. <laughs> no, I like how this ended. How we went from, no, 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 come back. Okay, the Horror Thunder <laughs> Podcast. You know all of our names. We'll see you later. Hey, Benny! Looks to me like you're on the wrong side of the river! I'm just some scary movie.